Thank you for downloading and listening to the Briam Bible Church Sunday Morning Podcast. Briam Bible Church is located in Shoreline, Washington, morning worship at 11, and many more events throughout the week. For more information, please visit our website at www.bereanshoreline.org. We're going to invite Gidmore and Sylvia up, and they are going to share with us this morning. And uh, come on up, guys. Uh, when I was, Teresa and I went to Zambia in 1998 when the work was first starting there, but you weren't there. And after that, we sent several teens from our church and about 20 kids from our youth group, remember, that came out there? And uh, everybody came back, talked about Givemore. And I never met Givemore. And so now I've got to meet Givemore and his wife. And I just call him Givemore and Sylvia because I haven't learned how to pronounce your last name. Nyakambiri. Okay, all right. Good. <laughs> So I, I told Gibmore, the first day we sat down, we got there at night, we sat down in the church, the roof wasn't on it yet in Zambia, and uh, sat down and we were singing a song about kicking the devil out of the church. So we've learned a lot of great songs. So let's have a word of prayer and I'm going to turn over to them and Lord bless you guys. Thank you, Father, for bringing Gibmore and Sylvia to us today. Uh, we've Many here have met them uh, in Africa, but we've been praying for them, encouraging them. And we just ask your blessing on them now as they share this wonderful work in Malawi and in Africa, Mozambique and Zambia, the places that you've uh, used them, Lord. And we look forward to hearing your word this morning in Christ's name. Amen. Good morning. Good morning. I'm Sylvia, and this is Give More. And I want to say thank you all for praying for us. And it is good to hear that people are praying for you. And we've been seeing God in our lives. We are serving under GMI, Grace Ministries International. Currently, we are serving in Malawi alongside Sue and Bill Vinton, Eric and Messi Mango, and uh, Joseph and Emanuela Asong. Oh, that is us there. <laughs> <laughs> And God blessed us with four kids. Tasha Naj, who is 18. And her name is a Shona word, which means we've been amazed by Jesus. And our second born there, that is Heather. She'll be 15 uh, next month. And our third born there is Asha. She is nine. And our prince, Jay Nathan, he'll be five in December. And of course, the men of the house, give more. Thank you very much. Um, our family is uh, in three countries right now. Tasha, Asha, and Jay Nathan are in Zimbabwe. But Heather there is in Malawi. And we are right here with you. So we, we, we praise God for his grace that he accords to us. I hope I get this right. Oh, there we are. Uh, I want to give you a little bit of uh, ministry background. Uh, me and my uh, family were trained in Zambia in the year 2000. And w- what you are looking at right now is the product of your prayers. And thank you very much for praying for Africa, and thank you as well 
for sending people from this church to go to Africa and minister to the Africans and uh, share the word out there. And out of all that you're doing, I praise God that you got to see at least one or two of the products of your prayers. And God is faithful. And uh, being trained in, in Zambia, um, we went back to Zimbabwe to, to plant churches. We are from Zimbabwe. Um, and we planted churches in Zimbabwe in, uh, from 2001 all the way to uh, 2003. And in 2004, we went to work in the country of Mozambique just one year um, doing um, short-time missions there and working with people there and see um, how the Lord can minister to the Mozambicans. And um, when we were in, uh, in Mozambique, I talked to one of the pastors, one of the gentlemen that we worked with there, and <clears throat> one of the stories that I always want to share with people is when I was talking to this gentleman about, about God, I gave an example of Abraham and his belief for God and believe everything that God told him, even when God told him to go and sacrifice his only son. He, he, he didn't ask any questions. He just said, he said it, I do it. While I was sharing that with him, this, uh, this pastor looked at me in my face and says, no, there is nothing like that. No father can do that. Who do you think can do that? And, and he looked me in the face and he said, can you sacrifice one of your daughters? And I said, no way. I cannot do that. And so his question was, so you in your mind think and believe that Abraham could do that? The thing that you can't do. I said, yes, I believe that. How about God giving his son, Jesus Christ, and gave him for us to die on the cross to pay for our sins? I said, oh, no way. If you cannot do that, God certainly cannot do such a thing. This argument went for some time. And, okay, you were thinking probably the way I thought that time. Did you say you were talking to a pastor? Yes. And this pastor was leading a church? Yes. And he didn't believe the stories that are written in the Bible? Yes. He didn't believe the story of Jesus Christ, of God sending Jesus Christ to die for us on the cross. Unfortunately, he didn't. That touched my heart. 
I had a lot of questions in my mind that if this is a church pastor and many people gather under his leadership, where is he taking them? If he doesn't believe that God sent his son to die for us on the cross, what is he teaching the people? Well, I wanted to know more, so... He said, no, enough of such stories. What we want to hear is what uniform should we wear when we come to church. What time should we show up at church and what time does the church end? And church is more of a social gathering. Uh, Funerals are a big thing in Africa. So they come to churches so that they will have a large gathering on their funerals and they get to be helped uh, in, by so many people. And that's all there is. And if you come to Africa, for the, uh, some of us have visited Africa, you will know that there is a great deal about wearing uniforms to church. And people identify um, each other by the uniform that they wear. Oh, you go to such such a church. They just look at the uniform. Now, that created a desire within me that I want to be part of what God is doing in Mozambique by teaching and training these people in the ways of God. I want to be part of that. Now, in, two, uh, in, in 2004, that we spent the whole year in Mozambique. Then we went back to Zimbabwe, continued to pastor the church there and, until 2007. And, and in 2008, we went in, Mozambique, uh, in Zambia to get training in missions. And the training that we had in missions there was, they, they, they give it a fancy word, uh, they call it missiology. It's missiology, what's that? It, it's too big a word for what we studied there. We studied sharing the gospel cross-culturally. Why don't you call it that? It's simple. Then calling it missiology. And uh, yesterday, um, we were having a, a discussion with uh, Jeff Roth right here, and, and he asked me a question. Do you know a chronometer? Chronometer. What is that? It says, it's a watch. Why don't you call it watch then? (laughs) Why choosing these complicated words? So we did, we studied missiology in in Zambia uh, in 2008. Then uh, in 2008, uh, we were there up until uh, 2010. Then the Lord took us back again to Zimbabwe. Uh, So we were in Zimbabwe from 2011 to 2013, and we moved from Zimbabwe. We went to Malawi, where I was uh, at a Bible school, studied there for four years, and I graduated only this year on the 3rd of June. Um, We see the hand of God 
in our lives, uh, the ministries that we are involved in are evangelism, discipleship, leadership training, and church planting. And if we think of evangelism, it is going out there, speaking with people, and explain to them how God loves them and how he sent his son to die for their sins so that when they accept or accept Jesus Christ as their Lord and Savior, they have uh, an eternal relationship with their creator. And how that when you are converted, when you are a Christian, God works in our hearts and in our lives and live a transformed life, a life that pleases him, a life such as that which Jesus Christ lived when he was here on earth. And evangelism in most places in, in Africa, people are not talking more of Jesus, but they are inviting people to a church. They are inviting people to personalities. If you are, I don't know um, how true it is in the States, but in Africa, there are people who are coming up and say, we are prophets and God speaks directly to us. And people flock to those people to hear what the Lord had to say in their lives, in their present life, and their future, what will happen. And people flock there. And there are um, numerous, uh, there are thousands and thousands of people who sit in the pews, not necessarily that they are Christians who come to worship God, but they are just people who are looking for answers from other people. We would like to work together um, with God, God using us with the skills and the giftings that he has uh, bestowed unto us to help the Mozambican church grow and be independent and be able to disciple others, be able to evangelize to other people, be able to plant churches uh, in their own country. My wife would be involved in teaching women tailoring. She made this, by the way. And she does a lot of tailoring and uh, for our family and for people that we know, but also she makes um, shirts and dresses for sale to to make a few dollars there. Yeah, and she wants to teach that to, to, to other women so that they will be able to dress their families and be able also to sell some of the things that uh, they make so that they may have an income. But also, we, uh, she also trains uh, women in basic health so that they may be able to feed their children uh, a balanced diet, which from the things that are around them, the things that they can grow, the things that are near them, the things that they can afford. Um, 
and that the children may grow healthy. And most of the children in Africa who are between one and five years suffer malnutrition. They they have a lot of things that um, health challenges, and mostly it's it's because they don't have food that brings uh, the necessary nutrients in their in their bodies. If we look from the Bible, from the um, from Second Corinthians chapter five, verse uh, eighteen and nineteen, we see the word of God say, uh, admonishing at, uh, us that um, it says, "Not uh, now all things are of God, who has reconciled us to Himself through Jesus Christ and has given us the ministry of reconciliation." God was in Christ reconciling the world to himself. My encouragement to us this morning is that you and me, each of us individually, have got a ministry of reconciliation. You and I can play a part in God's hand to go out and share the good news that God loves the world and that he wants them back from the hand and control of Satan. And he wants to walk with them to restore a relationship that was lost in the Garden of Eden with uh, uh, Adam and Eve. He wants us back to walk with him. He wants to have a, a, a transforming relationship with each one of us. But because you and I have received Christ as our Lord and personal Savior... God wants to work through us to reach out to other people. The people who are around us in this city and also the people who are far away. People that you may not even be able to see in your whole life. But you have got a part to play. I have a part to play. He wants us to step out and be an instrument of reconciliation, reconciling this lost world back to him. Some people ask, how small is Africa? That's a good question, right? Well, Africa is so small, small that the whole of the United States of, Af- uh, of America would fit in Africa at the same time, China would fit in Africa. At the same time, Mexico would fit in Africa. At the very same time, India would fit in Africa. That's how small Africa is. But where exactly are we going to work in Africa? Where is Mozambique? And Mozambique is in the southeastern side of, of Africa. Now... We are from this tiny, tiny country here called Zimbabwe. We went to do, we were educated here in Zambia. We are living here in this small country here called Malawi. And we will be going to work 
in Mozambique, this highlighted um, country here. And this is South Africa where Tegwen, uh, Tegwen uh, Heath and he, uh, her husband will be working. And this is Swaziland. So Mozambique is surrounded by six countries, Zimbabwe being one of those. So Mozambique is home for 26 million people. It's a big country. And, but most of these people live in rural areas. And um, most of their homes look like this. Maybe this would be the parents' bedroom. This would be the children's bedroom. This would be the bathroom. And this would be a kitchen. And if um, it is on a cold day and they want to do their cooking outside in the sun and they prepare their meals in this way. And these guys probably would be doing their homework, school, under, under the thatched roof there. There is also a challenge of clean water in Mozambique. It doesn't matter if it is in the city or if it is in the, in the country. Uh, if you look closely there, there are several lines. This is a line, maybe one village would line up their, um, their buckets to come and draw water here and this will be another line of another village and this will be another village all wanting to take water from from the borehole and this happens each and every day, each and every morning. Um, Mozambique is, has got about uh, 10 provinces and they are considering to add um, one so they will soon have 11 provinces in, in Mozambique. But um, we have got a few people that we are working it, uh, with uh, in Mozambique. Uh, some of you may know Kennedy Simtowe. He goes in and out of Mozambique and he's in contact with a few people and we have got a few preaching points um, in three provinces there, the province of Tete and Manika there. Religion in Mozambique is, um, uh, there is predominantly Roman Catholicism. And uh, Islam also is present, uh, registering nearly 18% there. And there is one called Zionist. Do not worry about that. Um, then there are Protestants. There's 12.2%. Uh, but um, there is no grouping of people uh, or churches that preach the gospel of the grace of God, how God wants people to only believe in Jesus Christ for their salvation. But there is also a problem of uh, animism and syncretism in Mozambique. So you would see that many people there, um, animism is um, the belief that each and everything that you see around you, trees, rivers, the sun, the moon, whatever, has got a spirit and they can control human lives. But syncretism is when people take a part of this religion and a part of this religion and a part of that religion, bring them together and kind of 
believe all what they it's a, a pick and choose what you want from different religions and this is also <clears throat> present in churches and we would like to share the basic doctrines of God salvation Jesus Christ the holy spirit and really work with the people to understand these basic principles and the language that they speak there is portuguese and portuguese is one of those languages that we are going to learn because we don't understand portuguese and there is nothing no language that we know that is close to portuguese it's going to be fun and we are looking forward to that there are also several dialects that are spoken in mozambique um the makua the tonga and these are the local languages um usually uh spoken in different regions of the country so we have portuguese that is spoken nationally so whatever corner of mozambique you go you're going to speak uh portuguese and people are going to they expect you to uh know portuguese there we've got a f- uh, few needs uh since this is going to be our first time to go out in the mission field for a long term and full time um you you realize that at the very top there i have written that we need gospel tracts in uh, salvation uh, i really think that is very very important we don't not want to rush to plant churches and do any other thing with the people who do not understand who god is and what is it that god has done for them and we want to establish a need and a foundation that is strong a foundation that is rooted in none other but jesus christ and there is great need for translation of uh, such material into portuguese and we'll have the english uh, versions and also the portuguese version so that we can uh walk along and together with these people in the ministry um we would uh, want to go to a language school and um we would like also if uh, it is a possibility to have a, a, a bible study software that we could use to study and uh, understand the word of god better so that we may uh, equip the people in mozambique well and there are a string of other um, needs that um, would help us minister to other people while we are in Mozambique and at the very bottom there there is a monthly support that um that is recommended by GMI for us and um for all these we pray that the Lord will supply uh those needs so that we may be able to go there and minister the word of God without much um things to worry about 
Building relationships is a very uh, key thing in Mozambique, and we will be going to work with people who are close to them and interact with them, involve them in our lives, and also that they may be they may open up that we may also be involved in their lives. We would like to hold seminars in different ends uh, of Mozambique, in different places. We would start with the places where we have preaching points to really equip these people and so that we may uh, share the vision that we have with them and that they will be empowered to do those things on their own in different places in their own country. And um, that will be a series of training during seminars and um, in day-to-day life with them. And our main thing is empowering the nationals to be able to do the work of the Lord, them trusting God. And not looking to us as persons, but to trust God and worship him and see the spread of the gospel in Mozambique. And with Jesus Christ, it is a possibility. Now, we have to bridge the divide there. There is a gap. You can join us. In Mozambique. And if you feel God speaking to your heart, start packing your bags. Let's go to Mozambique. Let's go together and do the work the Lord desires to do. But because not all are going to be able to pack their bags and live with us, to go to Mozambique, why don't you stay here, remain here, but pray for us. As long as the Lord reminds you, please pray for us. Pray that the word of God would meet ready hearts, a soil that is prepared by God to receive the word. Pray that we'll have a people that we can trust, share the word with, and that they in turn will be able to share with other people. Pray that God will give us health, good health, that we may be able to work. Pray for our children that God will also protect them and be able to adjust in these different uh, countries and languages and, and, and circumstances that they are subjected to because their parents are moving and sharing the word of God with others. But also you can support us. Materially, you can support us financially. You can support us in the ways that the Lord reveals to you. We have got uh, our prayer cards in the gym. And this same information that is here is also on the same card. So 
Um, you can sign up to receive new, newsletters from us, and um, you can also contact GMI uh, for any other question that you may have. But also, um, after the service, you may talk to us if you've got any other, if you've got any question, and we'll be more than willing to answer them. Thank you very much for listening to us and allowing us to share what the Lord has put on on our hearts for Mozambique. God bless you. When we were kids growing up, uh, we would collect missionary prayer cards. That's what you do when you're a pastor's kid, I guess. Um, Baseball cards and missionary cards. And uh, we we would have, every night we would... uh, have our list of missionaries that we pray for. So we had like these ones on Monday night, these ones Tuesday night, Wednesday night. So I encourage you, uh, stop by the gym, grab the prayer cards, and, and pray for the missionaries. We've heard a lot of good reports already. Um, if you're not planning to come uh, to dinner tomorrow night, uh, change your plans, come to dinner tomorrow night, and uh, we'll hear some, from some more missionaries. And yeah, I just encourage you to, to be praying for how you can can support these missionaries, whether through... Uh, just your prayer through financially visiting the field. Um, those are all kinds of, all things that we can do to give support to the work that these missionaries are doing. Let's stand and sing um, uh, Take My Life and Let It Be, and, uh, a song of uh, inviting the Lord to, to really uh, move in our lives and, and uh, direct us towards the things that he would have for us. So the mission, some of our missionary families are with the children, I think, right now in Children's Church. But the ones that are here, would you guys come on up here and just uh, we'll have a word of prayer? And I want to dismiss you first so you can go out in the narthex and people can greet you. And also their tables with their literature are all down in the gym. And we'll be down there tomorrow night for dinner. Some of you will be here tonight. But if you don't have a chance, uh, please stop by. Come on down here, Carlos, Denise, everybody. Oh, can we get everybody here? Okay. And... We have two more families that are going to join us uh, tonight. They'll be coming from Leavenworth. Thank you all for being here. It's been such a privilege to have you with us. Pray God's blessing on you. We know you have a lot of journeying and traveling, but we hope your time here will be also refreshing to you as we join with you and stretch our hands around the world and minister with you. We just thank you for being part of our service today. Come on up here, Van, not Van Dusen's, Butler's. Sorry about that, Dan. And uh, next Sunday, Dan's going to be sharing in the morning service. Dan, what is actually your position, your official title right now? I call you vice president, but what are you? (laughs) Director of the work in Eurasia for Wycliffe, Bible translators. And you've been on the field for about, what, about 85 years now or something? (laughs) 38. 38. 38 years. And so he's going to be sharing next Sunday morning. We're kind of extending our missions conference for another week. And so uh, we're looking forward to great work what Cliff is doing. We know a lot about it, but uh, this is a wonderful work that they're involved with. And it's going to be exciting to hear that next week. We have 43 cards, $80,180 committed to our pledge drive of $140,000 so far. So you can be a part of that. We ask you to pray about it and fill out the cards. This helps our mission committee make decisions about uh, the commitments they can make to our missionaries, and it is very important to be able to do that. So please consider that, pray about it, and let's have a word of prayer today. And I'm going to dismiss our guests here first, and then you visit with them and say hi to them in the narthex. Be sure and visit their tables in the gym and uh, come back and share in the rest of our services. Heavenly Father, we thank you for your goodness to us. It's just so wonderful to have all these uh, guests with us this week, Lord. Uh, we pray for them. We love them. We encourage them. We support them. 
And Father, uh, even though this is the first time we've gotten to meet some of them, we feel like we know them because we have been involved with their ministry. And Father, it's a great work you've called us to do, and we are humbled that you have called us to your work. And Father, I pray to be a person here this morning. The gospel has been shared. Uh, Givemore just shared it very, uh, very clearly to us. And if there be a person here today who has never opened their heart to the good news of salvation, forgiveness for sins, that they would do so today. You would open their heart to receive Christ as their Savior and join us in this wonderful, wonderful relationship where we can call you our Heavenly Father, Jesus Christ, the head of his church, the body which we are a part of, the Holy Spirit that dwells within and enables us each day to live our lives pleasing to you. We praise your name. We thank you. And Father, I want to thank you for each person that has come today. It is so important that they're here today. I pray your blessing upon them as they walk into their mission fields this week. In Christ's name we pray. And all God's people can say together, Amen. Amen. Guests, would you please be dismissed? Go right out the middle here and just be in the narthex. We can visit with you. Thank you so much. Lord bless you. It's good to have you with us.